0: Are you a fanatic? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Fanatic Life Podcast.
1: You're your host,
0: John Gunter and Jamie Tipton.
1: I can do without Tom Bombadil and his singing. Hey, hey, everybody. We are back. The Fanatic Life Podcast, episode 15, coming to you this week. So sorry we missed last week. We are two guys. We're very very busy right now. I am so sorry we we ended up getting our little twenty minute uh, pick'em uh, NFL pick'em podcast in, and that's all I could handle to to edit last week. So we decided to take the week off uh, from the main episode, and well, here we are again. Jamie, it's been a couple of weeks. How you doing, man?
0: Oh, doing all right. Just a. Uh sitting here enjoying this nice fall football weather we've been having.
1: Oh my goodness. Yeah. My wife looked at me earlier. I had uh, just walked outside and I think I said something. I think I said something like, "Woo!" she said, what is it? I said, just walk outside. And we've got about a full moon outside. The the weather is perfect. This is my time of year. This is my time to shine, man. I'm uh, actually feel like you can go outside without having a heat stroke and just, just enjoy it. I actually did some, you know, limb cutting on my trees outside today so i was actually productive with that so
0: well whoa, well whoa, whoa. time out you did unforced manual labor
1: did i say it was unforced
0: yeah true I, I, well you didn't bring your dad into it so i didn't
1: yeah well yeah robert uh robert wasn't here <laughs> forcing forcing the issue this time but uh but yeah it was man it's, it's just been so pretty and such such a different thing i don't know if you guys can hear it hopefully you can't hear it but as soon as this weather changed, I got this allergy, like head cold type thing. And so I've been fighting that and I was, uh, I was preaching Sunday and I got to a point in the sermon where the, the old voice was like, Nope, you're not doing that anymore. Like, <coughs> Excuse me. But, uh, it's, uh, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. If I can have the cool weather, you know what I mean?
0: And your, your voice came out right about the time for kickoff, right?
1: Absolutely right in time for everybody to set their fantasy lineup and, you know, uh, get after it. But speaking of which fantasy football, man, I am having a year. I don't, I don't mean to brag. I don't mean to, you know, just toot my own horn, but I am doing well. I've got two leagues, both of them three and Oh, wait, hold on. I played you this week, right?
0: Yes. Yes, you did.
1: (laughs) Jamie is a, Jamie's a little upset because and, and he should be, because he he did something that we affectionately call the Philip, And that means in fantasy football, we play against each other. So we have a schedule. This week I played against Jamie, and if we just if we didn't like play each other, it was just about points, Jamie had the second most points in the league. Well, first was me, and so he happened to be playing the one guy who could beat him. If he'd have played anybody else in our league, he would have won by at least 18 points. And so Jamie's a little bitter, and I feel for him because I've been there before. And so I understand that he's got a good team and uh, probably will do well in there. So uh, it's it's looking up for you. I mean, got a lot going on, you know, as long as you can stave off some injuries. Now, the, the thing I will add in there is that I beat you, and I didn't have Christian McCaffrey. How does that feel?
0: I'm okay with that. Seeing how you beat me by like 20 points, so if you'd have had C-Mac, I who's no no telling you'd probably broke 200.
1: Yeah, and I did. I did in the other league, which was surprising to me because that it was it's kind of hard to, the way our our uh, our stats are to and points are, to break 200. And so you break 200, you should take that W. Now you came up with what was it 162? Yes. Yeah, one sixty two, and uh, and most most of the time that's a that's a win. And again, like we said, that, that yeah, that's a,
0: that's a lock most <laughs> of the time.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, it's uh, it's I mean, one one of those things.
0: When it, when your quarterback goes off for forty three points, that's usually usually enough right there, in any in and of itself, to get you a w. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. If you if you have somebody score between forty and fifty points, it, it is hard to lose. Now we had. Uh, a buddy of mine, Brandon, already in this, I don't know, last week or week before, that he had somebody put in, I think Dak Prescott, put in 49, something like that, and still lost. And so it's doable. You know, it, it is doable, but. Uh,
0: oh, very doable. Very doable.
1: <laughs> you know that. And that was the thing, too, is is really, fantasy is kind of weird because you you really want to root for, you know, as I think about it, you really want to root for a close game. Because as long as it's close, everybody, you know, you can keep that, that foot on the pedal. You keep going. Because if if the the Chiefs come out, like you had Patrick Mahomes, and like you said, he went off. But if, if it's not a close game or it's not reasonably close, they may start running the ball instead of him passing. You know, a lot of that happens throughout. And you're like, oh, well, the team blew him out. So my guy did nothing. You know, he's over there trying not to get hurt.
0: Yeah, so that can be you know, a
1: little uh, frustrating as well.
0: You don't root for a 35 to nothing, uh, halftime score.
1: No, you do not. Especially if you're not, especially if you're an Atlanta Falcons fan (laughs) and that Um, score is you, I mean, they just, they can't do it, man. They get up and
0: well, I'm happy they couldn't do it this week.
1: Right. Yeah. (laughs) For, for good reason, I guess. But, uh, but yeah, that's, um, I don't know. It's just weird. We we've talked about it before and. I'm experiencing it, you know, with the two leagues. I've had a, you know, a personal thing for a while. I would only do one league because I was tired of rooting for my guy in my league and rooting against him in another league because the other guy had him. And so this year I've already done that. You know, one of my star running backs I have in one league, don't have him in the other league, and that's who I'm playing against. So that's always weird and yeah, I don't I don't care for that much. But uh hopefully I'll, you know, with three and oh, I'll I'll take it right now
0: you better take it i mean crap
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah well it's uh i don't know man it's it's just that time of year i'm excited i'm i'm ready to do do a lot of things that, you know outdoors get uh, get going I, i've mentioned before i'm a big deer hunter and and just love uh, love being out outside you know even when i'm not seeing deer or even if i'm just watching them you know or whatever just being outside in the cooler weather and just man i i just enjoy it football going on of course, we uh, in our pick'em contest we actually threw in the Arkansas and Georgia uh, score this this last week, and so it, it was fantastic. Even though uh, Arkansas in the end kind of gets uh, kind of gets whipped pretty good, but uh, just to see our teams back on the uh, you know on the field for uh, for our colleges and you know, I found myself watching flipping over to different games and just man enjoying it like uh like I used to. So did you did you get to catch any games this weekend? Uh
0: I did not uh, all we did have the uh, Razorback game on at work. Uh, I caught the Monday night game but uh that was about all I got to catch this week.
1: Well, it's uh it's fun cuz my my 7-year-old uh, is he's now to the point where I'm I'm trying to teach him. And so it's like, you know, trying to explain why I am an Arkansas fan, <laughs> you know, and so it's like things I haven't, you know, ran through my mind lately. But, you know, now I'm explaining to him and and explaining, heck, explaining what, you know, the rules of football or the rules of baseball or anything. And so uh, it is uh, it's a lot of fun. It's, of course, having kids it brings its own set of uh, so many things are, are fantastic. So many things are funny and just I don't know th- this week. So I mentioned before, I'm a preacher. And so every Sunday I've got to bring two SD cards with me. To church because one goes in where we record audio uh, straight from the mic into that SD card, and another one I've got to have for my camera, which it also does audio, but you know it's doing audio from the back of the room, so we don't want that, but we do want the video. And so this week I could not find those SD cards, and so I thought, well, I have left them at church from last last week. I didn't I didn't load I didn't uh, take everything off of them, you know, and, and format them, all that stuff. And so I get to church, and, and they're not up there. I was like, well, they've got to be at home. I know they were at home. And so we, we go through, and I actually took an extra SD card I had so I could get the audio of my sermon at least. And then after that, I got, I got home, and I, I'm just still thinking, like, man, I remember this, when this happened because I thought the SD cards were going to get You know, because I was laying down, we were praying to the boys or something, and I thought, man, I may, I may break these. I need to put them up. And so finally I thought, I know I had them in where we record, and so I asked, <laughs> I asked my uh, my three year old, and I showed him my extra one I had. I said, uh, I said, Logan, I said, have you seen any of these cards? Oh yeah, Danny, yeah Danny, I've seen those. I said, well, did you do something with them? Oh no, no, I didn't. Um, but Evan hid them, so he's he's talking about his older brother now. Evan hid those cards. I said, really? Oh man. You know, I'm knowing at this point that that can't be true. And so I said, Logan, um, do you know where Evan hit them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know where they are. Be right back. And so he comes back with those two SD cards. So he came in my room where I thought they were, and I have no idea where he had them stashed. So, so just one of those things. And what tipped me off, I'll tell you, because I use uh, with all the, the studying and everything I do, I use little reading glasses. And I picked those up and they had about a thousand fingerprints on them. You know, where you was like, oh man, it, these are, these are foggy. And so, uh, it was, it was something to know that he'd been in here rooting around. So if there's an extra recording on this, uh, uh, on any of this, uh, who knows what he did. So I have to put my stuff up better next time. You don't have that problem, do you? You got little boys.
0: You got, you got to pick a higher shelf.
1: You got to pick out that's, that's the key to everything, huh? <laughs>
0: unless you uh have uh some ingenuitive little boys like i've ended up with oh yeah <laughs> and you have ladders made out of random things like you know uh, uh, a training potty and a uh wooden basket oh in goodness front of, gracious in front of the cabinet where you keep all the snacks
1: <laughs> oh yeah yeah i don't remember if i i've told this on here before but uh I mean, it, it is funny how many times that they will they will drag over something and try to get into you know a snack or whatever, climbing up on stuff. They are they are very smart kids. I'll tell you when Logan was, I don't know if he was two yet. So we had uh, my wife had made some rice krispie treats. So she's got a nine by thirteen glass dish, you know, and uh, full of rice krispie treats on the stove. And in the kitchen, we have tile floor. And we come in there and he has gotten, uh, we don't even know how, I mean, he didn't have a ladder. He he climbed up somehow and made it down with that nine by 13 rice, crispy treat dish without shattering it. He's sitting there. We've got a picture of him where he's just eating out of this dish. And so it, it's, it's miraculous. I mean, the way that they can get to, uh, to snacks and stuff, but yeah, it's, it is a lot of fun and, Man, I love it. I, I sure love it. Love being a, being a dad. Sometimes it's, it's frustrating, but man, there's there's so many times that um, <laughs> so many times that we do stuff that we just end up all just dying and laughing over. Oh, it was just just fun. And there there's one thing I'll just I'll just tell you guys for my my fan or flop this uh, this week that we have really picked up and had a lot of laughs over. So stay tuned for that. I, I think you'll enjoy it. And if you haven't seen it before, I, I hope you'll I hope you'll check it out. Now, in the past week or so, maybe two weeks now, uh, I did get some, you know, me personally got some bad news, and that is Netflix has canceled Dark Crystal. (laughs) So everyone shed a tear for me. Uh, The Age of Resistance um, uh, series that they had out on Netflix, they're not doing a season two, at least on Netflix. And I'm surprised because it had really good reviews, everything I saw, and, you know, it's just you know there's some there's some drama going around with netflix and and some of the things they're putting on there anyway and so i i hated to see that but just you know sometimes that that industry just kind of surprises you same way with uh with comics and everything else you all of a sudden somebody will shut down a comic run where you're you're getting into it you know and it's like wow oh goodness i you know i like that and i guess everybody else didn't i don't know
0: oh yeah i had that happen to me several years back i was uh getting into uh this it was a thor series and it was called the unworthy thor and it's uh it was about the time jane foster became the new thor Mm, yeah uh and it was during that run and so you know you had thor traveling around the galaxy or you know the nine realms however you want to put it but he did not have the uh the the power of thor but yeah it lasted like five issues and then they scrapped it and went another way and i was just like and this this had so much potential it was it was getting really good
1: yeah yeah just something different
0: because he had ended up becoming in possession of stormbreaker the axe
1: yeah um, which you saw in did. what Endgame.
0: game game which actually is the weapon of beta ray bill in the marvel 616 universe which is their main universe in the, the comic book series. And Beta Ray Bill is a alien species who at one point wielded the power of Thor and they found him so worthy they made his own made him his own hammer.
1: Oh wow. Kind of, kind
0: of a kind of a hammer and axe combo and they called it Stormbreaker. Well, this one was actually from one of the alternate universe Thor's in one of their big crossover events. I guess he'd gotten killed in the six one six, so his his axe was still there and it like Thor from the six one six was able to wield it. So, you know, it was kind of a, and that's kind of where the, the series ended,
1: mm-hmm. you know?
0: So it's like, well, that kind of yeah. wish you to wish you to continued with this for you know, a few more issues anyway, Right, give,
1: give me something but, else.
0: Yeah. That was, that was one of my disappointments with uh, having a series end before it really got up and going.
1: Right. And I just got a, uh, I just got a bunch of comic books in there. Now you had told me about one that was, uh that you were really liking was it um was it year zero or was it something else along those same lines?
0: uh no, I believe it was uh the last one I remember talking to you really about was that undiscovered country,
1: okay, oh, it was undiscovered country, okay, where they come back, nobody's yeah, coming like, in into the United States is that right
0: yeah, and it's just this big it's kind of a weird story going on, yeah, like the all of a sudden, one day the u s walls itself off from the rest of the world, and then like no news in or out from like the last thirty years, so
1: gotcha <laughs> I don't want to go into it too much, but uh uh tonight we're we're recording on tuesday and and the the debate just happened between uh biden and Trump, and I saw several people post that could we just ask our friends overseas not to be watching this? You know, this is the, this is so bad that we don't, we don't want anybody else watching this. I thought that was funny, but yeah, that was, I don't, I don't know if I, I have to look on my phone and see if I actually got that because I got year zero, which was kind of a, you know, uh, just kind of a restart and you know, there, there are several things out with that kind of that, that idea and theme, but I've got to, I was, I was separating them out earlier putting them into my app because that's the only way I cannot lose my mind over them. And so I, I need to go back and see if I've, I've actually got that because when you were telling me about it, I, I really wanted to uh, to read up on it. And so uh, I'll have to check that out, but there is a, there's another comic book coming out and <clears throat> I plan to tell you about it tonight and then found out that it's been delayed. So I'm going to tell you about it anyway, just to uh, just so you're thinking about it. But uh, if you're a fan of Keanu Reeves, uh, he's got he's co-writing a new, comic book it's called berserker and that's all with no vowel so that's b-r-z-r-k-r and so he's writing he's writing that and it was it was set to come out in october and uh and that has been pushed back because what i read was they're getting a new artist for the uh the interior art so um I, i don't know what happened to the old one if he wasn't up to stuff or what but uh but now that's coming out in february and the the crazy thing is 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 he actually put this out on Kickstarter. And so they were asking for $50,000, you know, total to, uh, to get this Kickstarter, to get this thing running. And as of today, it's, it's gotten over $1.265 million. So anyway, that's uh it's fully funded. So don't, don't think you have to uh, rush over there and help out Keanu, you know, cause he needs you. Uh, but if you want some stuff, you can look up berserker and look up that Kickstarter and, and I see what he's going to go into with that.
0: Like with the, I can't remember how I looked at it the other day. Um, it was before they were talking about the delay, was it's, it's being put out by what boom studios. Yes, it is. the name, Um, which is a, an indie, uh, publisher, which a lot of these indie publishers are coming out with some really good stuff. So yeah, I encourage everybody to check them out. Like if you donated so much. To the Kickstarter program, you were guaranteed to get the, like the the graphic novels, the the trade paperbacks, if you will, when they came out. Like I think they were talking about three volumes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so that's right. we're,
0: you're probably talking about a. Uh, I think it was like a. I think it was like a twenty four, maybe a twenty four issue type deal. You know, single issues, but uh, yeah, and that was an old couple some more other cool stuff i believe i can't remember off the top of my head but
1: oh yeah i mean depending on how much you i mean they had a full kickstarter if you ever looked on kickstarter you know they have different different levels you can go up to and this this project had levels that i mean starting starting pretty low on up to you know it seems like five hundred dollars or something like that you could throw and you know each each thing each iteration just just went up even even further i've got that pulled up let me look at it real quick to see because I know a lot of this stuff had sold out too, right?
0: Yeah, if I was donating five hundred bucks, I I would think you'd be getting, you know, all three volumes, probably even signed by Keanu, along with a bunch of other Berserker swag, if you will.
1: Yeah, and and l- let me just tell you because, like I said, this started out really low. It went to a lot more than I thought. You could go on up to twenty five hundred dollars or more, and guess what? There's no more of them left, so those are already right. done. Uh, they they had five backers for that. They only needed, five, they only put it up for five, and uh, that's gone. So ten thousand bucks right there, actually, yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> no, it's more well, than that. Twelve fifty yeah, more than, yeah, <laughs> plus
0: because you don't know. They may have owed it twenty five hundred or five thousand. You don't know.
1: Well, and and I'm I'm looking at it now, and the cool thing is. I mean, look at this. This is okay. <laughs> These five fans, their name is going to be mentioned in here. So you're, you were for that $2,500 you were, you were going to work into the comic book somehow. So that's interesting. I mean, if you had had the money, uh, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You tied can- to Keanu Reeves, you know, and, and obviously, you know, with this kind of backing, people are going to buy it. You know, I've had mine pre-ordered for a while now, but, uh, that's
0: a- that's definitely cool. something I'd, I'd put on my resume.
1: <laughs> absolutely. Uh, can find me in Berserker issue three. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
0: it, issue three, page four, panel two.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a cameo appearance in an issue of Berserker. That's crazy. So, unfortunately, you can't can't do that anymore. So, uh, you'll just have to settle for some kind of... I'm trying to see if anything's actually available anymore i think they they may have topped out i mean as far as rewards go that's crazy yeah most of them are gone so anyway just be looking for that
0: i imagine the only one that's left is the where you just get the issues because i mean that's basically just a pre-order exactly
1: yeah and uh let's see yeah it started out at 50 bucks so that that was the lowest was 50 dollars and yeah getting issues and stuff like that volume I say three-volume graphic novel soft cover set for that $50. So.
0: And that's not bad because most, most of your – even the soft cover graphic novels are 20 bucks a pop. So, I mean, you're saving some money there.
1: Yeah, get, get in on the ground floor and do this. I'll, I'll read this little blurb that he has on the Kickstarter just so you, uh, as we're talking about this, you think, well, I want something. Give me something about this thing. So uh, what they have on the Kickstarter, this little um, uh, description, the man only uh, known only as Berserker – is half-mortal and half-god, cursed and compelled to violence, even at the sacrifice of his sanity. But after wandering the world for centuries, Berserker may have finally found a refuge, working for the U.S. government to fight battles too violent and too dangerous for anyone else. In exchange, Berserker will be granted the one thing he desires, the truth about his endless, blood-soaked existence, and how to end it. Interesting. Interesting. It says, if you love intense... Savage characters with mysterious past like Wolverine and John Wick, Berserker is sure to be your next favorite warrior. So there you go. It's it's said to be action packed and high octane. So if you um, some of you out there have have reached out and said you know as we've covered different things and hey I'm thinking about getting a uh, you know jumping into comic books or at least reading something, put this on your radar. All right, and and as Jamie was saying, uh, he was talking about Boom Studios, some of these uh, independent publishers I, I want to put boom should be on your radar if you're into comic books at all because they have they have really been putting out some fantastic things one of their latest things that uh has is, is really been hot is uh is a series called we only find them when they're dead and this it's about this crew that goes out and they find celestials and, and if you've if you've covered like the um, uh Marvel Cin- cinematic universe or anything like that there's this celestial this god if you think back to uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and and when uh, Quill finds his father, he's 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 actually a celestial. He's a he's a god, and so we only find them when they're dead. Is is they actually find those those gods when they have died, and they actually mine them. They actually get things from them, and so that's a big thing on Boom. And so when you think about comic books, you you're probably just thinking about uh, big names in Marvel and DC, but but something that uh, needs to be on your radar. Somebody like Boom Studios because they've done that. They're putting out a series called "Something Is uh, Killing the Children," which is exactly what it sounds like. I haven't read my first issue; just read read about it. It's really hot, and uh, people are are really loving it. But they're putting out things that that may may very well be good uh, uh, good prospects for movies and all and all of these things. So so just have uh, don't think it when you when you talk about or when you hear us talk about. Uh, comic books that we're just referring to Marvel and DC because there's so many good things out there now. And, and boom is, is kind of leading that and in, in the quality of, of things they're putting out there. So, um, uh, just, just be on the lookout for, for those and jump online. And if you ever need a suggestion, Hey, let me know, because I'm, uh, I'm big into that right now. And just ask my wife, <laughs> she'll, uh, she'll tell you about that maybe too much. So, but, uh, anyway jamie you had something that you wanted to add about
0: uh yeah, it's kind of a, in that same uh same vein uh with the independent publishers i know the past couple of years i've been going to uh comic book conventions and stuff like that just locally there's actually some local artists uh local authors uh putting out their own comics here here in the state probably even in whatever whatever state you're listening in there's one last year i found in uh I don't know if he's done a, a volume 2, uh he was trying to, I know. It was a pretty neat little pickup because is uh for those of you who don't know, Arkansas is known as the Natural State uh just due to, you know, all the outdoor activities and the natural beauty of, you know, nature and stuff involved with the state. But this was called the uh, Arkansas uh, a supernatural state. So it kind of, you know, will play on words there and it was basically about these two buddies and their, uh, their hunt for Bigfoot, which uh, there's also some Bigfoot, you know, lore in the state as well, whether you're in Southwest Arkansas with the Falcon monster, or even over uh, closer to the Oklahoma line and the Washita's, There's some stories there as well, but uh, it was a pretty neat little story. Uh, I'm hoping the dude uh, has an issue too coming out. I know with COVID and everything going on, canceled all the, the cons this year. So, Hopefully he's able to get something out, but, uh, don't be afraid to pick up, you know, something from a local artist. I mean, heck, I know I've picked up a few where it was, uh, you know, $2 for an issue or if you wanted to buy three, it was like five, you know? So, and I think I paid like $5 maybe for that issue there, but I mean, it was a nice, well done issue. Uh, but yeah, some of these guys are just, you know, doing what they love and trying to get a foot in the door. So, any help would be appreciated for them.
1: No doubt. No doubt. Especially in this, um, no, it's had to been hard this, this last, uh, last few months with COVID and everything. And I know some, uh, some publishers actually put out like the ice cream man. They put out some stuff that was, I think even free. Well, no, it wasn't free. It was, uh, we're putting this out. And, and if you, if you buy this issue, I think 50% went to the comic shop, just, or different comic shops, you know? Yeah.
0: Um, uh, you posted on the facebook page uh where uh, i think i can't remember the guy's name but uh he was the green power ranger jason david frank or something like that uh i can't remember he it's it's three names i know that and i mean i've seen him he's been at both of the uh, arkansas comic cons the past two years um he was at uh excalibur in Texas canada today i believe and like uh the day before, he was at uh Capal Comics in Sherwood, mm, okay. and like, and it was basically a you know save the comic book store tour almost, if you will, and like, I think half of what he earned went to the shop. So that was, you know, pretty nice gesture on his part, you know, because I know a lot of them have been struggling with you know, no new issues coming out and being forced to be closed down for a couple of months. It's not easy when you can't make money.
1: All right, yeah. Um you you should take chances on some of these these smaller ones and like I said, uh you know, you're you're talking about a lot smaller than what I am, but there are a lot of people that that write things that are just fantastic, you know. And and so that's what I've been I've been really excited about the things boom is is doing and uh something kind of connected to that. I've kind of, you know, as you get into it and as you, you know, collect comics for a little while, one of the biggest things is is cover art. You know, the, the person who does the the cover art may not, and probably most of the time, wouldn't you say, doesn't do the interior art, right?
0: Nowadays, yeah, especially with all the variant covers and stuff they do.
1: Um, oh, yeah. Well, and, and so many variant covers come out for, for all kinds of things. But right. uh, I was just going to say, you know, as, I, as I've collected and gotten a lot, you know, there, there are different artists that just stick out. And, and really, when you look at a cover, you know who it is. You know, Brian. Matina did that. You know, it's mostly going to be black, you know, cover. But I'll tell you, I've, I have found a favorite of mine uh, lately that I have just been drawn to. And, and the artist's name is Jenny Frizen, F-R-I-S-O-N. And she she signed a deal back in, I believe, is July or August with Boom. And so she's coming out with with several of the um the cover art for she's done something is killing the children. Um Seven Secrets is coming out and An Unkindness of Ravens has come out as well. But she also did um oh she also did another one. Maybe it's another something is killing the children. She's she's supposed to do a lot for for Boom. But anyway, if you've never uh if you've never seen her art, hey, look up Jenny Frizen, F-R-I-S-O-N. And, uh, and see some of the things she's done. I think she's fantastic, but it's interesting kind of what we're what we're drawn to with that. And so uh, I really you know one of the things I do is is I there's so many things and we've talked about this before, so many things available on YouTube and I will watch I will watch reviews of comic books because you can just you can't just waste money. Uh, you know if you just you're just trying to to read the little thing and trying to decide whether it's a good book, uh the problem is if you wait till it comes out it may, you know if it's good it it may not be there you know you, right. and you won't be able to read it unless you go online or something like that and and so sometimes you can you can really waste money but you know some sometimes you can actually you know read a review early uh, i know on tuesday nights uh, a guy named um Robbie Billups he calls himself Rockin' Robbie Billups and he's uh, uh his channel is pop culture philosophers and he does a lot of that. He, he works in a. I don't know if he owns it or just works there, but I think he owns it uh, at a comic shop and he will read, I don't know how many comic books and every Tuesday night, if he can help and he he's because he's getting them, you know, on Tuesday uh, in order for them to go out on Wednesday, he's just reviewing all these things and, and he'll tell you what's good. And he's, he's really good at describing what's going on. And so I really get into that. And, and there's a couple of couple of different channels there. I'll, I'll listen to and, uh, and watch and, and just kind of be informed by that. And, uh, as well as, you know, the whole looking at previews and trying to think, ah, I think I would like that, you know? And so, uh, uh, that's, that's kind of been my thing. And now I'm just getting organized to where, uh, because I had had, um, I don't want, I don't want my, my online comic shops to send me comics every week because <laughs> like we, like we had that, uh, that Hulk, that, that immortal Hulk that came in and I had the incorrect shipping on it and it cost me 25 bucks for a $4 book. I don't want to do that. I want them to wait until I have a a bunch. And so I got two shipments this week from two different places. And so I've got a ton of books to go through. And, um, and so I'll have suggestions if you want any suggestions, but uh, I, man, that is, that is one thing. I, the way that we can get information, the way that we can use our imagination with things, I, I don't think we do enough. You, uh, I don't, I don't think we do enough of sometimes and especially, especially reading. So I, I'm really into, uh, um, you know, anything we can do to kind of stretch our minds and kind of use that. And uh, man, it helps me as a public speaker just to to think about something completely different than my topic for, you know, <laughs> what I'm going to be speaking on just to get my imagination running. So I just enjoy it. And I'm not, like I said before, I am not the comic book fan that Jamie is because I only know modern comics, and I mean modern by like if it hadn't happened in the last year or two I'm not that aware of it uh unless it's become you know this hot book lately but uh uh anyway, it's just it's a lot of fun for me, man,
0: and I'm by no means an expert uh on comic books. there's more people out there that know a lot more than I'll probably ever know you know internet's a good source, find out what you know kind of see what uh what you might be into and this, that and the other and uh yeah, my train of thought just got derailed. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> well uh,
1: as you were as you were saying that there, I, I remember that uh uh Jenny Frizen is doing uh we only find them when they're dead too, so from boom. So uh yeah, so one of my uh if not my favorite artist right now is is on some fantastic uh comic runs and they're just, you know, people are people are pre ordering these series. So there's a couple it may not either one of them be something that you're interested in, but uh they are you know they're they're new they're you know uh, from a different vantage point they're I think they're doing some cool things so and I'll have to uh, I have to get them more to uh, to give you any more than that
0: I'm um, kind of back to what I was uh my original thought um you know a single issue comic book that's gonna take you 10 15 minutes to read maybe uh depending on how many distractions you have in your house uh which i have quite a few you know it doesn't take very long to read a comic book um uh, but yet it you know helps you reset uh lack of a better term you know it kind of takes you away takes you out of the moment just gives you something to kind of take your mind off things for like i said even if it is just ten, fifteen 15 minutes um uh, that was always my my biggest thing when i'd run uh run to the comic book store, grab the newest issue, get home, read it, be done with it in 15 minutes. And then I'm sitting there waiting an entire month for that next (laughs) issue. Oh yeah. So, you know, that's, uh, that's one of the downfalls, but even like the, the graphic novels, trade paperbacks, you know, I can have one of those done in a, you know, less than probably hour, hour and a half. Mm -hmm. So I'm, Still in the same position with more than one issue, so it's like, well, what do I do now? So well, and then you start, <laughs> then you start looking at other comics, and then, and then you just, yep, just get off on something there. else.
1: That's right. Yeah, and that's it's like I, when I talked about Lord of the Rings a lot. You know that. Uh, and by the way, I'm still I'm going through Lord of the Rings audiobook now, and I talked about it a couple of weeks ago about how different it is, and if you haven't actually experienced the books, you need to. But man, <laughs> I'm still going through that audiobook and I'm still like, "This didn't happen at all in the movie." <laughs> so I'm, I'm just that person now that you know this didn't happen in the book or whatever, and so I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be that guy. But uh, you but anyway, become
0: that guy.
1: That's right. But you know, it was, it was, you know, it, it can be some like uh, when we were talking about reading comic books and having to wait, you know, on another month for them to come out. It again. Just like Lord of the Rings, when when our buddy Seth took took me the first time, and you know nothing was resolved at the end of that first movie. It's like what in the world? It's a trilogy. Well, What does that mean? Oh, next December. Oh, okay, <laughs> next December for the second part of it to be told, not the end. And so, man, that was. I'm I'm glad we we live in the days on the other side of the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit, where I can pop those into my uh, my Blu-ray player and and go after, it. but. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm experiencing a whole new world with the uh, with the book now. So I appreciate Teresa and <laughs> trying to tell me to to get to it. I already had them and I just hadn't made time. And so now every time I do anything, if I go in the car or I'm mowing or whatever, I'm listening to that. But, but yeah, comic books can be the same thing. And that's what you know. That's what I didn't understand when I first got started. Was all right. Well, you know, I assumed you know this is going to be like a weekly thing. Hey, I went in and picked up episode, you know, issue one. Uh nah, surely it'll be out next week. Oh, it's not. Oh, oh, a month. Okay. Yeah, and so and some somehow, you know, for the story wise, you know, those trade paperbacks are fantastic. And I, I learned a new uh a new term in the last probably week or two. Uh is omnibus. You ever had one of those, Jamie?
0: Uh no. Uh but I have seen them with like the, the walking dead.
1: Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's, it's just like, it's bigger than trade paperback. It's just, it's just right. large collections of all those. And yeah, you know, uh, what, uh, walking it, dead was 193 episodes size. issues. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like you have a book, uh, on your, uh, on your bookshelf back there.
0: Uh, I was thinking and I think walking dead has like four of them, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah. Well, I know with the, with the run, they, they ended last year, they ended on, I believe it was issue 193 and so i mean it's 193 issues that, that's taking a long time that's a that's a lot of book by itself and
0: uh, yeah if, if you're only doing 12 issues a year you know that's that's
1: that's a while.
0: that is a while. i can't can't do <laughs> now, that math in my head right now yeah math, well math, and spawn no so good
1: and spawn is it uh is it 310 i think this right. week yeah i think this week they're at 310 longest, uh, you know, uh, hold the record for most, I think when they hit 300 or 301. And so, uh, yeah, that that takes a long time. And I'll tell you, the guy that introduced me to that term omnibus, every time he has a video, he just got them in the background. I was like, what is that? And so he did a video, just his name is, he calls himself Jim Mint, Jim Mint Collectibles. And he does a lot of unboxing of statues and things like that and just kind of reviews them. And he started, he started looking, he did a video completely on how much have I spent on these Omnibus, you know, books. And he'd spent a cool $30,000 on, on those books. And I mean, you can, any video you look, if you look up Jim Mint collectibles, they're going to be in the background and it is, it is crazy.
0: Yeah. the I, I know the Walking Dead ones were like 40, 50 bucks a pop, you know,
1: yeah. And there is a, uh, a website that he, uh, he talks about a lot and I, I'd have to look it up, see what it is, but, uh, it's one where it's like cheap, cheap trades or something like that. You know, it's something where they, they discount them a lot and they're, they're really aggressive on selling them and he'll, he'll get them there, but still it added up 30 grand.
0: Right. That, I mean, that's one of the things about, I know I've said it before and I'll probably say it again in a future episode, but Ollie's here in town, um, uh, yeah, it's a it's a good place to pick up trade paperbacks and stuff like that because i've picked up trade paperbacks for two or three dollars and you know they're twenty dollars if you were to get them at books a million when they were new so
1: right and that uh that website is cheapgraphicnovels.com uh where he where he gets those and and they actually have a little promo code it, uh, if you use his promo code your second order gets free shipping so you got to pay it on the first but uh yeah i mean that's There are a lot of ways to get into this, and man, I just never heard the term Omnibus. I don't don't know if our uh, local comic shop, if I've ever noticed that they had any. Maybe they do. I don't know. I
0: I believe they do, but they don't just do a whole. I know that one there doesn't do just a whole lot with graphic novels. I mean, they had about four or five shelves, but they were mainly new and backstock single issues.
1: Right, right. I got you. Well, we uh uh we wanted to uh to cover something that we we really wanted to cover last week and we just didn't have time to do the episode. Uh but uh, but as you guys know by now, I'm certain that uh PS5 had their their little game showcase again and and in that showcase they they finally said how much the pr- the price was going to be officially and again it it matched exactly what we had uh, reported here from uh uh Iron Man PS5 on Twitter, and that was uh, their main PS5 is going to be $4.99, and their digital only, so no Blu-ray drive, is at $3.99. Now, the thing that got crazy, well, there's a couple things. Let me touch this first. During that game showcase, they had, if, you ha- if you're not aware of this, they have a new game called Hogwarts coming out. And it looks uh, Jamie and I both looked at the trailer before coming on here. I had I had watched it during that game showcase. Uh, we kind of watched it together this time. I, I played it and he played it. And it looks amazing, don't you think Jamie?
0: Oh yeah, I'm definitely interested in owning that game.
1: Yeah, it it went from it kind of takes you, you know, inside of Hogwarts and and talk, I mean really and I haven't I haven't watched a ton of Harry, Harry Potter. I'm behind on that as well, so uh, I mean, just the the first couple movies that I have seen, I mean, it, it's going through things that you see in those movies. And so you're inside. And then it also says. Well,
0: it actually, uh, the storyline from what I gathered, though, with the, uh, the Hogwarts is actually set in like late 1800s. So this was pre, like pre-Voldemort, pre, you know, Harry Potter and all that. You know, this was kind of more of a.
1: Yeah, and what I was what I was getting at is just like a hundred year.
0: 100 you're you're years
1: experiencing before. the same kind of things that you see in the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. You know yeah. That, that you're yeah. as you're going through. You know you're going you're seeing the same places that look familiar to you. Uh, you're seeing a lot of the activities that you would see in those Harry Potter movies, and so uh, a lot of it, as you pointed out when we were watching it, because I always pointed out, <laughs> is that there were a lot of cut scenes, but what they had was beautiful. I mean, it really looked good. Oh yeah. And so it, it looked like something that had been worked on long a long time. So if you're a, uh, a Harry Potter fan, Hey, go check out that. Uh, and I'll try to put a, a link in the description of this podcast. If I can think of it uh, so you can go directly over there and and check that out. If you haven't seen it, because uh, I think it might get you, get you a little excited to see that. Uh, any, anything else that you took away from that, that trailer, Jamie?
0: No, other than uh, I was just uh, noticing your homework list keeps getting a little bit longer each week. Uh, Got to watch the Harry Potter movies now. Once you finish those Harry Potter movies, you're going to have to read the Harry Potter books. So yeah, I'm just you might want (laughs) to you might want to pick it up with the Lord of the Ring books because you're 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 getting getting a little far behind, and I'm getting concerned.
1: Well, I I appreciate the concern, and I would uh, I I much prefer Lord of the Rings. So if I had to put off Harry Potter, that's that's okay with me because I love it. But uh, and again, I'm just in book one. I finished The Hobbit already, and that was fantastic. And now in, in book one of uh, Lord of the Rings. So, uh, so, so many things. Hey, I didn't know Frodo was in his fifties when he left. Okay. And right. let me just spoil that for everyone.
0: Like, you know. And that uh, and that it was like 30 years between uh, Bilbo's party till the time yeah. they leave with the ring. And, yeah,
1: And when they leave, they're just leaving and they don't know where they're going. I mean, other than, oh, uh, we may move over here. Frodo sells his house. All right, I'll quit. No more spoilers. <laughs> no more spoilers for that. When, when, <laughs> There's when so the, many things in the, there.
0: I, I think the Statue of Limitation on spoilers is okay with the books because they have been out for a good <laughs> 50 years at least. Yeah, I know. More, uh, more than that, probably, I'm sure. Probably, Seems oh, like yeah, the yeah. 30s or something yeah, like I, that. Well, I think it was the 40s. It was the 40s or 50s when the uh, the books were released. I'm talking about tokens serving in World War II, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, it was fifties, that's what I'm seeing right now. 54 to 55. Yeah, that's when so, those came yeah,
0: out. Almost 70 years. So if you haven't read it by now, <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. And I haven't <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, so yeah, there there are definitely if those things don't get your your uh interest peaked on that on that, if you didn't know those those facts. Just watching the movie, you know, Bilbo had a party, Frodo gets the ring, and what a, you know, a day, a day or so later, he's gone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, years it, made, it,
0: it made Gandalf's trip seem like it was, you know, maybe a week.
1: Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. As he goes to was, do whatever he's doing and check out everything, makes more sense for it to be 30 years, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, I mean,
0: you know, hobbits really don't come to maturity till they reach 50. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh well uh, what but, was it he was uh because bilbo was what 111 111 yeah yeah and frodo was Which, same birthday but i can't remember how old he was
0: uh, well it might have been like 20 i think he was in his 30s when they had the party okay and then i think it was it, it, it might not have been 30 it might, it might have been like 20 years
1: yeah it, it was a while it, it, it wasn't yeah. a couple of days that's the point sorry for the uh, missing the details.
0: It's been several years since I've read it as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and my problem is I've got to read it in spurts. So <laughs> just get it here. Right. Oh yeah. Uh, that's hard to, hard to retain it. But anyway, but, I'll, I'll go, I'll definitely go back because like I said, uh, get that audio book. If you don't, if you don't like reading, sitting down and reading a book, Hey, get that audiobook from audible. I love, love it, man. And and they'll go on sale from time to time. That's what I did. That's why I already had them because they'd gone on sale. I think I'd put them in my wish list and just go do that find something on your wish list and, or that you want to want to buy and put it on your wish list and then they'll email you when it goes on sale. And that's how I, I got them. And so when we started talking about, them. I was like, yep, I already have them because they went on sale. But uh, anyway, but uh,
0: go ahead. Another, inter- another interesting tidbit too, uh, since we're on, you know, useless facts, Bilbo and Frodo were both the same age when they both left on their journeys.
1: Mm, gotcha. Yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff in there that, uh, yeah. If you just watch the movie, you just don't understand. That, that's want, heck. When I got the extended edition, I was like, "Well, why didn't we know all this? This seemed like important information." <laughs> but and we, yeah, the book actually we won't gives even, you a bunch. We won't even
0: get into Tom Bombadil.
1: Dude, I was I was on the mower yesterday and today. Uh, With Tom Bombadil. I could do without Tom Bombadil and his singing, but, uh, but he does, he is a very helpful fellow if nothing else. Tom Bombadil. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) I will not subject you to that. Uh, But as I'm listening to the audio book, uh, you know, with uh, uh, Rob Inglis, I think his name is, but he, he he does that. He he does some, uh, some good things, but like I said before, one of the things is there are a lot of songs or more than more than I would have expected. And so some of those songs, I'm like, I don't really need this information. And Tom Bombadil is an interesting dude for sure. Well, and one thing before I started reading that was you sent me a text and said, so you don't know about Fatty Bulger. I, was like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and that's, that's what I told I text you or, or told you at one point. I was like, I'm not sure if Tolkien liked fat people because <laughs> he's all you're there. Uh, if you're talking about the Hobbit, you're talking about uh, oh one of the dwarves. Um, oh, I can't think of his name right now. I'm just blanking. It's late at night, folks. I'm sorry. He's not really bomber. Sorry, but- bomber, I think is his name. Yeah, and uh, you know he's heavy. And then you've got Fatty Bulger, and you've got somebody else in in Lord of the Rings so far that I've gotten to, and it's like you know, t- and and one of the one of the uh, uh, Mary or. or or one of them was uh, was talking to Frodo and, and told him he looked like uh, uh, like twice the man he was or something. <laughs> it's like what is the deal with, with fat people? I don't know, but uh, gaining weight and he's got a problem with them. But anyway, it, it is. There's a lot of information in there. Hey, go check that out and hopefully I haven't spoiled too much for you. But those are those are things I nearly fell off the mower for. So there you go. But one other thing is as the— and as it's we, a push mower. Yeah, it's a push mower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And day drinking again. <laughs> no, now I'm riding around on my mower. It's just like, what in the world? I had no idea. But no, one other thing that came from this PS5 thing is they they put out the pre-orders. Uh, you know, and I've talked uh, for months about getting a pre-order, and I was gonna do the PS5 thing. And you have uh, well, the head of Sony or the head of PlayStation there saying, you know, you don't have to keep guessing. We're gonna tell you. We're gonna let you know when all this comes out. You wanna, you know, you don't have to worry about it. And so they put a date on it and the day before they all came out. (laughs) And so in in a matter of, I don't know, an hour, a couple hours, I I had an email from Best Buy where I'd signed up uh, because I wanted to have somewhere send me a notification when they went on uh, pre order. And between the time, I think I got into like seven at night or something like that. And by the time I, I checked my email, they were gone. And I was pretty upset because to me, it seemed like, a, and I talked to you about this, it seemed like a marketing issue. Like we're going to try and market this thing. We're going to try and make it be a big deal. So we'll release early. And you had all these stores release. I mean, Walmart sold out, everywhere sold out. And so then they were going to put them on sale again the next day. And at that point, I've got, I've got alarms going off in my head. It was like, this is just marketing and I don't like it. I don't like being manipulated. And maybe it wasn't that. Maybe it was all these stores just releasing it. But I can't imagine that's the case. I just cannot. And so uh, you actually had Sony kind of apologize for how they handled it, uh, which was interesting. But I I ended up um, that second day because I was kind of upset about the day before. Again, you'll know when it comes out. You'll know when you pre and you do it a day before. Forget you. You know, (laughs) and so I didn't actually put out the effort. I checked it to see if when they were going to release it, I could actually get it. And I think I was 10 minutes late and it was already gone. And so I, I said, forget it. I'm not putting out the effort. And so, uh, when I can get one, I will get one. And and so I won't experience it like everyone else. But, uh, if, if that's what it means to experience it, they can have it because I'm not sitting around a computer waiting for that email. Uh, it's, it's just not happening. So anyway, that is, that has already come and gone. And, um uh, uh, I don't I don't know how many they actually put out for pre order. I haven't read into any of that, but uh, I I didn't like it at all. And and to be quite honest, they need to uh, they need to beef up their their lineup even more for me to be that excited. I was just gonna do it because I've never done it before. That was that was kind of what was pushing me.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, like we, I mentioned it to you earlier. Uh, I'd seen an article. I didn't read it, but uh, it was from GameStop saying uh, I think they had sent out emails to some of their PlayStation Five pre orders saying you may not get one till early 2021. Like that old saying, they uh, oversold and under-delivered, which, I mean, this may hurt Sony.
1: Well, the biggest thing for them was, you know, you had this information leaked right before that, was that they weren't going to be able to have the hardware. You know, there was something something that had gone wrong, something they couldn't get a hold of, that they weren't going to have enough. And Sony was adamant that, no, we're going to have plenty. We're going to have plenty of this stuff. And so, I mean, right now looking at it, you're failing. You're not, you're not doing what you're saying. You can't even get the day of the pre-order correct. And so, I mean, that's, that's kind of where I am. It's like, well, shoot, I might get an Xbox just,
0: just out of spite, you know? (laughs) Right. And, um, you know, you were talking about, well, it might've been the stores. Uh, usually they, they put a pretty strict, uh, Mm -hmm. deal on the stores. I know if
1: uh, nobody's dropping an Apple iPhone. Uh, a day before, are they
0: right? like our registers wouldn't even ring it up if it exactly. wasn't out exactly, um, and a lot of times I mean if you were caught doing that selling early, i mean there were there were fines, there was possibilities of fines being levied now, I don't know if it ever happens or if it's just like you know a slap on the wrist type deal, but I mean that's what we were we were told there was possibility of fines right, uh, so yeah for it to come out a day early than what they were saying unless sony had to give them the go mm-hmm. sony sony had to be the one to give them the green light on that and uh
1: because it seemed like they all went they all went at the same time
0: right and uh i mean that's another gripe i've got too with like pre-orders and stuff like that i know you said that sony was limiting it one person one per person but you've got these people that will and i understand it's you know we live in a capitalist country you're making money but you know like the when the nintendo minis came out the super nes minis and stuff like that and it's not even just those i remember like the wii when it came out you know people buying up five or six of them at a time and then going and turn around and sell them on ebay for three, four times the you know the shelf price you know because it's christmas time and you know you got all these parents out there just you know wanting to make their kids happy you know give them a little bit of joy in their life you know give them something they want Because well, that's where like, that's
1: where it kind of breaks down though you know because if if we wouldn't buy it if we would <laughs> if we would just if we would just be uh content enough not to buy that thing if we don't get the pre-order you know, and pay three times what it's worth. People wouldn't do that.
0: <laughs> right. So, I know. Oh, I know. I know. It's I know. just one that's, of those things. That's, that's, like, oh. That's the other side of the coin that I have, you know, uh, you know, I'm up on my soapbox about, you know, and it's not even just, it was, I remember like the, the tickle me Elmo's and stuff like that. It's like, right. Oh, what's the, I just don't agree with it. You know, if you're buying one for your kid, buy one for your kid. If you're buying one for your neighbor, you know, yeah, grab you two. But if you're buying, sell on ebay i you know i, I just just go on I'm, right. I'm done talking to you
1: well if you've watched the office dwight Shroot does that with uh was it princess unicorn my horn can ah. touch the sky something like that. so he, buy, he buys up all these princesses with the unicorns coming out of their house or ahead and like he's uh done some market research to figure out which which thing's going to be uh popular that year and just a just a funny take on that uh, if you haven't seen that, it, it's it's pretty good, but but yeah, I'm kind of torn on that. You know, if you're if you're stocking up like that, it's uh, it stinks for everybody else. But you know, yeah. how how long has Sony had to prepare for this, or Xbox for that matter? You know, right. you, you should and and said we have plenty. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, that's it. If you if you're going to say that, hey, deliver
0: right? Oh yeah.
1: Well, we wanted to, uh, we've got one more thing. I uh, just want to mention uh, one of the biggest things with Microsoft was uh, they, they spent a little bit of money. Uh, they bought Bethesda, uh, a just game developer. Actually, a teeny Yeah, they bought, they actually bought uh, uh, Bethesda Softworks, their parent company, ZeniMax Media for $7.5 billion. And, and so um, Bethesda comes out with some, some pretty cool games. And so, uh, some people are really excited about that. And you think about Elder Scrolls and games like that, so it uh, it was a big deal. And you know, there there have been some back and forth on whether Microsoft has done this to to kind of get exclusive titles, you know, that are going to sell well. Or one article I read was, no, they're they're not doing it for that. Uh, uh, they're actually, you know, Microsoft's focus is still to uh, be able to to put games out on on multiple platforms. You know that they are microsoft so if you want to play a game on on xbox or your uh, computer or whatever else that they're trying to do that and so interesting move for microsoft to buy bethesda and and again i, I don't say elder scrolls you know very lightly because a lot of people love uh, those games and so uh, i think uh, i think bethesda's also put out like doom and stuff like that so uh, such an interesting interesting thing but uh, you can you can do a lot of reading on that. We won't we won't dive into it too much. So, uh, just wanted to acknowledge that. And you know anybody is any, anytime somebody's dropping seven point five billion dollars on something, it's probably noteworthy. <laughs> so so there you go. Uh, you could buy. I think it's the new Rams stadium that cost five billion. So you, I mean, there you go. They they got a bargain. Uh, they could have,
0: was it, was it only 5 billion?
1: Yeah, I think it was it, cause most, of, most of the rest of them had been around one and, and then the Rams jumped out to 5 billion, I believe it was. So, um, but anyway, we wanted to, uh, we've done in the past, we've done some of our top fives and really had fun with that. Uh, just to try and narrow some of those things down are all, uh, often fun. And, uh, it's fun to get, you know, feedback from the community. I didn't have that in my top five, you know, I never would. Those aren't, that's not in my top 10. But uh, th- today we wanted to do one more, and we're doing a top three this week. And the subject is our top three Pop-Tarts. Now, I don't know that this will be a contentious subject, but it is, it is interesting. I, t- I told Jamie, I'll be quite honest, I said, let's do a top three because I don't know if I can name five Pop-Tarts, you know, that, that I would like. So uh, we, we did it to a top three. Uh, Jamie, hey, how about you, you start with your top three?
0: Well, well. First and foremost, as long as you don't have anything unfrosted on there, we'll probably be good with this list.
1: No, yeah, <laughs> I, I promise everything I have is frosted. I I, I don't know if I've had an unfrosted <laughs> pop tart, so that's a little about a little about John.
0: If you'd have had an unfrosted pop tart, you you would have remembered it. Um, my list. Uh, my number three is actually a fairly new one. I had seen it, and then our buddies over at the Heavyset Podcast uh, did a review on it a few episodes back on theirs. Um, that is the Fruit Loop flavored Pop Tarts. Mm,
1: sounds sugary.
0: <laughs> it is very sugary. Uh, basically, it it tastes like eating a bowl of pop or bowl of Pop Tarts, bowl of Fruit Loops. Now, I, you know, a lot of times I grab Pop Tarts. I don't even throw them in the toaster and I just eat them and go. But these I actually threw in the toaster and warm fruit loops are pretty dang good.
1: <laughs> <If>
0: I, <laughs> but uh it was something about that just that sweetness of the fruit loops, just the warmth of the Pop-Tart. It it just it just worked. And that also kind of ties into my second one, which is the same, kind of has that same aspect to it. And that is the s'mores pop tart. Mm-hmm. Got that marshmallow and chocolate in it. With the, uh, the actual pop tart has that graham graham cracker flavor to it. You know, just it's an all around. I mean, it's it's a good breakfast. It's a good snack. It's it's just good. And my number one is uh, it's been my favorite since I was I was a kid. As far back as I can remember, brown sugar cinnamon. It's really nothing else I can say about it. It's just good.
1: There you go. All right. Well, that was a that was a good list. I think um mine might uh, sound a little bland compared to that because uh mine are all kind of staples or I guess in my mind they're staples. Maybe they're not for everybody else. And so I had three uh only one that you mentioned and uh, that one is number 1 on my list actually. So number 3 for me is um is a cherry pop tart. It's frosted cherry uh that one i can uh, you you mentioned putting them in the toaster cherry i don't have to have it it's a it's a snack for me it can be you know i put them in there uh, same for number 2 for me I, I i put strawberry that is that is actually that's been one of my favorites forever and and that's the same way i can put it in sometimes i i put it in the toaster sometimes i don't i'll take it either way and number 1 for me s'mores I have to put that in the toaster because that that marshmallow and chocolate, as you mentioned, as you uh, just described, I, I want that warmed up. I, I have eaten it on occasion without warming it up, but it's just to me, that's the one you warm up and just enjoy. And so I'd be interested to hear if you guys are listening to this. Hey, let us know what are your favorite Pop-Tart flavors, because, you know, I don't know if I have ever put. Uh, or if I've ever eaten a brown sugar cinnamon Pop-Tart. I don't know if I have. And so, you I, know, it's interesting. It's kind of like our cereals where you were saying things that I'd never even heard of. And so for this, I've I've heard of it, but I've just never eaten it. And so I, I'd I, love to hear from other people.
0: I, I'm pretty sure with as much time as we spent at each other's houses, you've had a brown cinnamon sugar Pop-Tart.
1: We were we were focused brown, on brown
0: sugar cinnamon. We were
1: focused on cooking eggs in Sprite to see how that turned out. You know, just kind of chemistry and uh, cooking all in one. And I mean, uh, and and drinking, you know, room temperature Sprites while while we're doing that. So uh, that was kind of and our that. thing.
0: And collecting monsters of the gridiron cards. That's
1: right, man. That's a blast that came from the past. In the,
0: <laughs> I still have the complete set that we won.
1: <laughs> I don't know how many, I don't know how many, uh, sprite basketballs I ended up winning off of, uh, uh, buying sprites <laughs> like that. Oh, that, that that takes me back. Yeah. that's. uh, well, you need to buy another convenience store so I can come by and just get what I wanted, you know, and just, just have a little nostalgia.
0: Well, you know, if they hadn't tore it down, I might.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I wish they'd have done something there. Well, uh, our last session here, our last part of the uh, the episode is uh fan or flop. And so we've, we've had two weeks to come back to this, to experience something new and uh, we have done it. And so uh, this week I have another fan, maybe one day I'll find something I don't like, but this is a, uh, my fan for this week is, is a game called, Gang Beasts, G-A-N-G-B-E-A-S-T-S, Gang Beasts. And you need to look up this game. If, you, um, if you're if you looking for a game to uh, really sit around with other people and just have some goofy fun, this is the game. Now, I got it on Xbox. I, I haven't looked to see if it's on anything else. You got know, on my Xbox One. Uh, my, my son wanted it, and he'd seen it on another show. And uh, it was 20 bucks. so so not an expensive uh, expensive game by any means. and, and it's, you shouldn't expect a long you know story or anything. It is just you're you're playing as these characters, which are basically they look like they're inflatable, and so you've got that little inflatable kind of wobbliness to them. And so you're just trying to punch people and knock people off of stuff. And so so I've got in there uh, my seven-year-old, my three-year-old yelling at the top of their lungs like, punch, 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 or, you know, getting chunked off of something and just having, having a blast. And so that has been, we've played that last couple of uh, evenings uh, after my son will get done with his schoolwork, and it has been fantastic. We actually got another controller just so we could, we could all play. And so that is Gang Beasts. And I know it's on Xbox, I'd have to check on, on the others, but we have absolutely loved that. I, I really, if I was gonna set a price point to it, I would I would be all over it at, at 10 or 15 bucks. Now it is 20. Uh, and like I said, this is not some kind of story you play or anything like that. You're just going in and having some quick fun. It doesn't even let me tell you this: when you're playing multiplayer and you've got four controls it's still just one big screen. You're, it's just zooming out a little bit so you can see all the players and, uh, and you can play against each other. You can play against, uh, you know, uh, computer bots coming at you and all this stuff. And it is a lot of fun. So look it up. It's a, uh, it's a game that's just stupid, silly, and you can sit there and have fun with your, your family or friends and uh, Hey, eat some good food while you're doing it. Jamie, do you have a fan or flop for this week?
0: Got a little bit of a review and I've also got a, a fan for the week. Uh, I was actually, i uh, talking to you beforehand, I was actually able to get my hands on a grilled cheese burrito. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: actually, got my hands on it tonight, as a, a matter of fact. Um, and I will say this, whatever I got the first time around was uh, definitely subpar <laughs> to what I received tonight. Uh, Now, with that being said, I think I also had it built up a little bit too much in my mind from uh, everybody saying, oh, man, this was so good, so good, so good. So I was my expectations were a little higher than they probably should have been. You know, it is Taco Bell, but it's definitely something I would not hesitate to eat again. But uh, with that being said, my fan for this week is also another game uh, that I have just discovered even though it's been out since 2018. But uh, a lot of people have just discovered it. Uh, this game has just really taken off in the past few weeks, few months. I am not 100% sure, uh, but it is called Among Us. Uh, my kids have actually been playing it. Um, it's a, uh I believe you can get it on PS4 and Xbox, but it's mainly a, uh, a mobile app. And uh, basically the basis of the game is you are astronauts that are trapped in a uh, you're stuck in a ship or a, a little level but one of you is not an astronaut and you were called what they call an imposter and the goal of it is to figure out who the imposter is before the imposter can eliminate everybody else on the ship so it leads to a lot of fun a lot of well no i seen so-and-so running away from this room where this person was at so you know it's a lot of a lot of deductive reasoning and uh people trying to be tricky uh so but yeah it's a lot of fun (laughs) like i told you earlier uh got to playing it and didn't realize it but i had been playing it for like two hours so (laughs) Uh, it's one of those games you can definitely get lost in
1: those fun games as i can well that's uh uh, that's kind of like the game I was talking about. I did look up and, and, and gang beast is, is available for basically any platform you have. It's on steam. It's on PlayStation four. It's on Xbox one. So you can, you can find it. And, and the Google review says 97% of Google users like this game. So, uh, there's a, there's a couple of things that, uh, to throw at you that maybe a little time wasters, but Hey, if you want to want to have some fun, those are, those are our suggestions and, uh, we'd love to hear yours as well. Hey, that's the end of episode 15. We're again, grateful that you would, you tune in and listen again. Sorry that we had to skip a week it, with both of us in, in school again. It may happen from time to time. We apologize for that in advance. And, uh, uh, just thanks for, th- thanks for hanging with us again. If you haven't checked out our Facebook, check us out there, facebook.com slash fanatic life podcast. We'd love to, uh, love to interact with you there. So Uh, For Jamie, I'm John. We hope you have a great week. Get out and enjoy this weather. We'll see you later.